What's up? What's up, bitches? You know, I can't go more than a few days without talking to all of you. So especially when there's stuff to talk about. And we had the Love is Blind reunion last night, Sunday. I'm joined today by my friend Bree, who has her own podcast, um, Black Girl Can't Cook. So first of all, check that out. And second of all, welcome her to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much, Leah, for having me on. I do have a podcast, um, Black Girl Can't Cook. It's on body image, cooking and self-love, and just really women kind of coming together, sharing our stories, really learning about how we heal and how we grow to love our bodies and ourselves. I feel like COVID had such an impact on female, but just on the population and taking into account how do we listen to our bodies? What's your relationship like with food and truly learning just how to like love yourself deeply. So check it out. And I have a YouTube show under Black Girl Can't Cook as well. Thanks Leah for having me. I'm so excited just to be here. Yes. And I have to plug too. Bree's Instagram inspires me daily just because it's just everything that she's doing. And you're so bold to like film all of it and just talk us through your day and like how you're feeling. And I've learned to put myself out there just because of you and move my body, um, like in a natural way that feels good just because of you. So I highly recommend looking at Bree's account, listening to her podcast, everything that she just said, guys, just do it. Thank you so, so much. And that's, listen, we're here as a collective to like mirror each other and help one another. So I see myself in you too. And really, I think just to move your body, especially if you are black or brown, you know, our health conditions and stuff affect us at a higher rate. It can be gentle movement. I found, I have found such peace and solace, like with just walking, walking, some yoga, some Pilates. YouTube is free, you guys. So I just highly recommend that. And thank you for the sweet compliment. I'm so happy to meet you. And we have so much to talk about. So much. And gentle movement is great. uh, I can't stress enough how nice it is and kind to yourself, especially like I used to be heavier than I am now. And going to a gym felt like really putting yourself on display. And it felt like where quote unquote, skinny girls went to get skinnier and just gently moving outside or walking in your basement, which I have done walking tapes. Don't knock it till you try it. They're kind of fun. And you're just alone. Like you're just, just being, doing stuff like nicely to yourself sets you up to be able to do more. So I just love that so much. I love it. And you brought it back. The niceness and the kindness to yourself listen, it just pours into others. It's really like on the airplane. Hey, babe, put your oxygen mask on first, take care of yourself, mind, body, soul, and then you can help others. You know, everyone's healing is different. Everyone's fitness. Leah, I was also like grew up so big and plus size. I still consider myself plus size as like America does, but it really just comes back to showing yourself in your body, love and kindness. And yeah, just gentle movement. Do it, do it. Love it. So do you want to talk about the weddings? Like we're going to talk about love is blind. We can't wait. Should we do weddings? Should we just get into reunion? Tell me your thoughts. And so I took down notes. We can do wedding to reunion. Like I'm game for that or cause it's so fresh and like you guys, the next, okay. Netflix's stock hasn't tanked, but the delay in the live feed, <gasps> incredible, like insane, insane. I want to get into weddings and then we can do um, the finale, the reunion. I love it. Perfect. So Chelsea and Kwame were the first couple 
to get married. I'm just going to go in order of how it was filmed, I guess. Um, were you surprised? Let's start with that by their, both of their answers. So surprised. I think one Netflix and the producers with those editings, those clips, but also you got Kwame did not look like, until he looked very like deadpan and like mean mugging until like, Oh yes. I was so surprised. Chelsea girl, she's going to fight for her man. And I really love her soul, like as controversial as it might seem or as a try hard, but I was so surprised. And I think the icing on top of the cake was Kwame's sister. Like he was not going to do this unless he had some support of his family. Like, of course the mother, we see that journey, but to have his sister show up such a light. Oh my God. Did you see like on Twitter? I guess like people were like, that's not his sister. She's a paid. So funny, but um, <laughs> I was surprised. I, I was shocked. I, and they, they both seemed so happy. So happy. I agree. And you know what the funny thing is too? Like they look alike. Like let's be real people. Kwame and his sister literally look alike. Like I, I, I don't even... I don't even get that. It's borderline offensive, but whatever. Um, I get that people were really coming for Kwame for like different reasons. Um, I I think I can agree with you wholeheartedly that I'm a body language person and I'm also an overthinker. So for me, watching him is almost triggering. It would it would trigger a lot of insecurities for me. Um, and he just doesn't match her emphaticness about their unity. And you said it perfectly. It's it's like an energy based level. Even on the couch last night, it was something is so and what's that thing, you know, or the old saying is like that our grandmothers and our mothers taught us you know, the man needs to love you a little bit more. And some women and some people still go by that. But if we're to see that, it's the opposite. It looks like she pours in so much. And like you said, it just, it does not match. And it is body language. And part of that, I'm not coming for her. I absolutely support women. I've absolutely been there. I've done a lot of um, things in my life that if it was on television, God, people would pick apart. But there is a little bit of pressuring from Chelsea in the fact that she doesn't see that. Like sometimes when they've had arguments, like just referencing the shopping trip, he was clearly upset about an earlier dispute. And she was more like, this is our moment to have this on film and have a positive scene where I can feeding you these strawberries. So get it together at uh, lights on camera, go like not right now. So I think with the word be aloof, like very aloof. And I get the pushback. Why I, I have girlfriends who are like, no, and she's overdone. It's, it's an act for the, even a little bit of her wedding day. And the, it is very actress. Okay, girl, you, yes, we see you, we see you. So, and that's a great point too. He, it's a lot of compromise. I really want to see, and I support all women and I love women who pour so deeply into their partners and into men because that is love. And we need that in this society because the men need it. Hello. Um, yeah. And it just, there's something aloof and very fake about it. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. And that's to me, like why it just feels a little bit off and like, um, if that was my partner, I guess I would feel stifled or maybe like they didn't want to hear my opinion or it didn't matter to them right now. And so I get how he 
comes across like not knowing how to balance that. And instead he just laughs uncomfortably, you know, like, it's like, what else does he, can he do? <laughs> That's it. That just, he, it's an uncomfortable, excuse me. It's an uncomfortable laugh. And it's just, that's why then it's like, it doesn't seem real. It does not seem real to the audience. And maybe like Kwame is just trying the best he can. And I mean, Chelsea, just say it. It's the first black dick you've had in your life. And you can, she's in love. She, and she is in love and that's great. But mm-hmm. well, let's see how long term that goes. You know, this may be not my place to even question this, but I wonder if it's the first one. And my, my, I wonder that just because, Chelsea does present herself in a way, excuse me, that like a black man who wants a, like I could picture Chelsea having like 10 different pairs of Jordans. You know what I mean? Like Chelsea very much is the girl who loves shoes and she's white and she um, like does her nails and she's very camped. I don't know. Like, I just wonder if maybe that's her and maybe she equates black men with having better style and being more sexual. It's just, like maybe those dated notions in her head or stereotypes. But I wondered, like, is this the first time that you've been with a black man or is it because she didn't have black friends? And that was odd to me. I'm like, do you just date black men? And once again, <clears throat> I'm white. So I don't know if I even have a place to say that, but I watched it and thought it. And I love you. This is why I connect with you so well, just because you're curious, you're curious. And as humans, we have to be curious and ask questions. And I didn't even notice that about her not having any friends of color and listeners. Hi, I am African American, but I'm black. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think, yes, I think it was in my humble opinion. I think it was her first black man she's been with. And like you said, and we'll touch on it later with the finale, the reunion to see her progression and mannerisms and certain things. And it's like, yeah, do you just want to drink the Kool-Aid to drink the Kool-Aid? And that is okay. Like a lot of women, a lot of people do that, but um, that's why I get all the pushback and I get even last night, they're still kind of defending themselves. So to that, it's like, if you're okay and in your truth, you really don't have to defend so hard, but like, you know, because we can all see not even through the cracks, we can just see what it is. A hundred percent. And I have to say really quickly, I'm not putting down the women, but the stylists of Love is Blind, Chelsea's earrings, her jewelry they put her in, her dress being too big for her. I'm like, what is going on right now? They did her so dirty that it's her one wedding day. Like, ugh. <laughs> too, too much. And then what were your thoughts? Again, I, I could do the show, but no, you were having to share this with four of like that kept and then it all kind of looks that's tough and then even the wedding section when like they all and they're all all their moms and people get to do a speech in this to me and I'm a Scorpio double Aquarius it is about me it is it's about (laughs) even like going back to rewatch it seeing the edit of four other women on my day it's a lot but um yes all the women and They're putting their heart out there, even Chelsea. And like, I am a feminist, men and women equal. And so I will ride for Chelsea because she put her heart on the line at the end of the day. Same. That's exactly how I feel. I think that it's very easy to hear potentially like a 30 second or three minute TikTok of mine and think that I absolutely don't like Chelsea because I said it feels like she's holding Kwame hostage. I'm more joking. You know what I mean? Like, and can he leave? That's debatable. I'm being so serious. That that truly is. If he, you really do 
I've interviewed people. You do have, they're not holding you hostage, but you have a responsibility as a talent to film the actual interactions and not just leave when it gets uncomfortable. And if he removed himself, um, just because it was like they had a fight earlier, I don't know if they'd let him like that. Like people are like, he should just leave the shopping day and not do it. Can he? Like, that's what I mean. Like he's hostage, literally. Contract people, contracts. Yes. And, but to make it clear, everybody's been Chelsea too, where you just want someone to love you and that person so bad that you will ignore their friends telling you, you will ignore fans. You will ignore people who don't know telling you. I mean, you'll ignore a lot. So everybody's been there and I empathize. And I, I, like I said, like you said, I hope they're happy. I hope that she's not feeling that way, but I can't imagine not. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And we have to touch on that. Every woman has been in Every woman has been in that situation. I'm coming out of like a breakup six months fresh. And we as women, we will tolerate so much, whether that's verbal abuse, manipulation, lies, cheating, whatever it may be, just because we love women. We're so powerful. Our love is so deep. So I will never knock or shame or what. This is just part of our truth and just what we have to go through. And To that, I would hope that in our experience, we can, as I'm learning, just keep our hearts open, right? Like love is the most powerful, earth shattering, greatest thing ever. So you have to keep your heart open and keep on walking. And we wish them well. Like I wish them well. And also it should be so acknowledged that you don't have to double down on your position. Like if one episode I felt some type of way about Chelsea, we are a society that receives new information that should and could change our mind every second of the day. I could see something at the reunion. I could see something on her Instagram. I could see a comment that she had in his, anything could change my mind. And I have the right to change my mind. And when you change your mind, it's a sign of growth and people who don't accept that people, people who are so firm and no, I hate Chelsea. No, I hate Kwame. You are, you, you can't, you need to see, you need to see other sides, at least in my opinion. So that's like not my podcast. If I change my mind, I change my mind. And pow, boop, the power in that, the, I want to have change my mind. I want to have my mind changed. I want to stay curious and I'm going to ask questions. Exactly. And, you know, if somebody changes my mind, I'll be the first to tell them, okay, that's you, you literally just changed my mind. Like somebody, I I thought Jackie had every right to keep the ring. And someone said, well, think about how that feels for Marshall as a symbol of his love. And I was like, okay, that's valid. But I'm coming from a selfish lens of, I want the money. 3000 is 3000. I'm going to, I don't know. (laughs) Of course I feel you. Okay, so let's move on to Micah and Paul's wedding day because I think they were next. Oh my. Oh, oh my, my God. Micah, Micah, Micah. And I say, I'm an Arizona girl and we know Micah is a Scottsdale girl. We just know. We know she's a Scottsdale, Arizona girl. But let's talk about her wedding day. I think, and I watched this episode twice. Looking back, his side, Paul his side of the family and the energy coming a lot of red flags, a lot of red flags, a lot of knowings. When I was watching it the first time, I was really going into it. Like they're both going to say, yeah, 
He's going to say yes. She's going to say no. Because Micah, her friends, again, she's a Scottsdale girly. If you know, you know. Even the whole scene with her friends, and we'll get to that. (laughs) Wow. But anyway, the wedding day, I was surprised. I loved that she, you say first, you know, being a woman in the position. Yes. What is your such a smart, good move? I think she was shocked. I think she was shook. I was too. I think his family and friends knew like behind the scenes, behind it just was, they knew, but like, I was so surprised. And then with Micah, I can relate coming off of a breakup. And I actually, of all the hate and backlash, again, I see women. I love women. She said that she did not feel safe. And me as a black woman in America in this day and age, Safety is the top priority and the simple, yeah, I guess security in the way, but safety, I could really relate and just see a human honest side of her. And that's, she even said, like, I have, you never want, Ooh, I actually wedding post wedding. I really like Micah and I see her and I have a lot of respect for her, but Paul, oh my goodness. It, I, I wouldn't say a blind side, but it just, I was shocked, but watching it again, Oh no, family and friends knew there's like little breadcrumbs. And I mean, th- thank God Micah had her friends. She had little Shelby and, and she just <laughs> had mom. She, oh, that was tough. That, that, I, that was a surprise. I, I both agree and disagree, but at the same time, absolutely love your opinion because I agree in the sense that when I watched it back a hundred percent, I think his family was telling him off camera and knew that he shouldn't do it. I think that they truly felt that. I mean, his mom was like, and I mean, when he went to talk to his dad, he was so much more real than just with with his mom. He was like, I don't feel good. I don't look okay. I'm not. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes. A hundred percent. And it was, it was his dad and the stepmom watching it back. I was like, oh my gosh. Mm Mm-hmm. Same, literally same. Now, I do wonder about Micah. I I fully like am all for believing. I want to say I'm for believing her if she says something, but I've seen times where she's done stuff where you know it's unkind and she tries to excuse it. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I believe you or not, but I don't get the having him go first. And my only reason is because any of them could say that, like if any of the couples could have said, if so-and-so goes first, then I, my opinions of influenced. So it's like at that rate, why not just write it down and have the announcer read yes, no, and then just match you like, okay, you said this, I said that. Like, so I don't get her rationale, but I do, I do get and feel for her when she said that if he said yes after her, she would question the entire life. Like, who am I to say that she's lying? I get that part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm just, I'm looking at my notes. I love that Paul said in his reasonings on the wedding day is like the love wasn't reciprocated and like certain things. And as coming out of a break, that happens in a relationship, ego, resentment, pettiness. And then I think the most damaging thing you can do in a relationship is withhold love and like use it as a, and just, I could, I could see really both sides. What did you think about the nurturing mother comment. I personally like 
that's a gut punch for any woman, whether you want children or not. That's like on a human scale. Like, are you kind? I thought that was kind of wild, kind of crazy. But to his point, I could see that. But I don't. This is on national TV forever. I think that is it was just it was crazy to see. So then again, I think there's things behind the curtain we weren't seeing. His family was definitely like, this is no, this is not the no. And so just a lot. This was this. It was it was surprising. Yeah. I'm trying to look in my notes and see um, because when I heard that it's out of pocket, like I'm not going to excuse him because it's completely out of pocket to question a woman's motherhood. Now, can I say that I don't like, I understand where he's coming from with the nurturing aspect. She's really not nurturing. Like, let's be so real. If she was, yeah, she's mean. Like when her friends were shitting on him, she sided with them and said, if you don't see what they're saying, then that's a red flag. Like you're a red flag and this entire, you are a red flag. And she made fun of him. The fact that she nitpicks him and is like, you're like, you dress weird. And like, I wouldn't live here. Like you don't have enough space. Like she just kind of degrades him in a, in a, in a way that's backhanded. Like she'll say something as if she's like being cute or like, ha ha, Paul, you're so weird. Your style. Who, what suit is that? 1920s. But she's actually dissing him. And it's very like under the rug, very like over the yes. eye. It's, and no, it's even ooh, to yes. be doing that publicly. You're doing that publicly. So you're doing that all the time. You're doing it behind closed doors and it's not matching. And then two on the wedding day, it kept, it kept feeling like they kept having to convince us like, like us and their friends. It's like, that's how I going back. It's like, it's not good. You should not having to be convinced everyone on your wedding day. That's so crazy. And I don't want to be like Mike is a mean girl, but her display of character was very mean girl. I think every woman 30 and under is triggered because we've all lived in America coming from right. a junior high, high school. Expe- Her performance was just triggering on so many ways to watch it. Cause we've all, or maybe we, I've been there. I've right. been there on both sides. So yeah. And to see her, to see like the shot of like Paul in the bar upstairs and her just down there with her friends, it just like left such a bad taste in my mouth. And then like now thinking as a man, as his probably pride and who knows whatever. I think it really was his family being like, no. And then two, he knew that like, this right. is not, maybe he should have been like, this is not the woman of my children or the mother of my child. Like my, ch- that and that's be- what I think he meant. Totally. And I think that's why I'm like, I think he, that's what I think he meant to say. Like she's, I can't picture her being the mother of my children. Not, I can't picture her being a mother. That's because what I think he meant. Uh, oh my God. That's like out there forever. And like, I yep. feel for Micah because we do have the power to change and grow. And yeah, her friends, even that Shelby, that me, Micah deserves it. Just say it. Just say Micah deserves like she wants a rich grand life. Just, but I, that whole energy, that vibe, that is not who Paul is. Paul's soul seems so like quirky and like interesting and deep. And they dodged a bullet. And I think his family, I think she was so hurt because she didn't. She, She's never, a guy's never said no to her probably in her life. And they really did love each other, but it just. And also like, I can see her point that Paul switched up on her. Like I, I did, 
I was like, where the fuck is this, is this coming from when they were showing us them playing footsie and I miss you every five seconds. And literally I wrote it down like pre wedding. He literally says out loud when he's being interviewed, Micah checks all the boxes. Did they make him say that? Like jet, like, do they make contestants say certain things? I wonder because she clearly didn't, you know, if, if he, if that's how he felt after I do, but maybe it's just like in the moment and you know how in the moment you are one, it's the time process Two, you're in the moment and it's just love. So yeah, you have 48 good hours. And again, we're, there's so much we're probably not seeing, but that's a great point. I did not really flip floppy. And then as a girl, as someone who you want to marry, who you want to, that's very unstable. And like she said, and like, I stand by Micah at the end, it's like, it's safety. You did not, as a man, as the gender dynamics, the traditional gender dynamic, gender roles, it's about safety. And again, me being a black woman, that's the top safety, safety. And so she's justified. And yeah, he could have reworded that better because that's just so harsh. I that, that was like, I went back to like, see it. I'm like, that is brutal. Like 100%. And just to play devil's advocate on behalf of Shelby for just a second, because I think she's wildly inappropriate and not a good friend. Um, these contestants are in a bubble. They're in a bubble and they're told by producers, this will work. You guys can do it. Love is blind. You guys have this in the bag. Look at Cameron and Lauren. Um, they feed them this bullshit like the entire series people can say what they want about producers there's no way that's not true um so when their friends get the chance it's almost like finding out your friend joined a cult and you get to see her for 15 minutes and you see the cult leader and you're like oh fuck no you are not staying here i don't care what the fuck i look like on this show like this is not happening you are brainwashed right now because the micah i know would look at him say not hot enough not rich enough and move on. And I, I respect her friend for being that firm and knowing that Micah is just not that bitch. Like she's not that girl. Being that transparent. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know what, Shelby, we love a transparent bitch. No, mm-hmm. 120. Absolutely. Right. So that, that's the only thing I'm going to give you, Shelby. I still think you are uh, probably a terrible person. We wouldn't be friends, but the fact that you come so hard to try to pull your friend into reality, I can respect that move. I can. And, and I've insulted friends, boyfriends, sorry to cut you off. Like name a friend's boyfriend who you hasn't done something that you're just like, Oh fuck. No, not in front of me. You're not going to talk like that. <laughs> you're so right. You're so right. And just to your point, they live in a bubble. And so it's just, it was so crazy. She, her friends were just, just so wild. So inappropriate. Yeah. It was just weird. Yes. They were still inappropriate, condescending. I wouldn't be their friend, but I respect the fact that they saw that their friend was changing right before their eyes and said, we don't give a fuck how this comes across on television. Like Micah is just like us in, in the real world. And she would not be about this. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hard no, a hard no. The hard no. Um, let's get on to the main event. Obviously, Brett and Tiffany. What a beautiful, oh my God, love is blind. Our first black love store. Oh my goodness, just gold stars all the way across. I mean, 
I just, wait, what is their, I need to know what Brett sign is, what Tiffany sign, like their horoscopes, their astrological signs, but just the black wedding, even the little white creature just riding it out, dancing at the <laughs> end because, and just the, I feel like as a viewer, you could feel the electricity, the energy through the TV. You absolutely could. I got chills watching it the first time and the second time. I love, well, that's a great difference. You see Micah's friends and Tiffany's friends. And that is a little bit of age. Absolutely. But two, I feel like as a woman, and as we go through friendships, there's this thing that happens where you can't help get jealous when your friend gets in a relationship and you, you, you lose different parts of your friends, but nonetheless, real friends. And like you see with Tiffany and Brett, like their friends are just so happy. So overjoyed, even her bridal speech. It's just like the love. Oh my goodness. I loved Brett meeting her father, getting the permission. That scene was so wonderful. So beautiful to see just, especially in black culture, like Black people are Americans. We're just like you and me. Like, that is it. You need to get the father's permission. Yes. It just is so, like, it made it look human. We are human. We are humanized. A hundred percent. And, like, they both come from parents with healthy marriages. Like, their parents were both married 40-plus years to continue the cycle of positive, healthy, Black love. Like, yeah, can we get a round of a fucking applause? Hello, like, hello. Yes. And they're and in the is- same age. Like they're old 30, they're upper 30s. I love it. And they're going to build black generational wealth. And like, this is just, Leah, like I can, just to see this on TV, it as a single black woman too, like this is just so incredible and so beautiful. I love their families. I love at the end, Tiff- Tiffany's me. Yeah. She's like, let's go to the bridal suite. Let's get it. In. Like she, just the love they have. <laughs> Brett is so funny. And like, I love that. I love men that take their style serious. I love the hiccup with the tailoring and the suit again, Netflix with the edit, because on the preview, it was like, this should not be happening. And I really was like, what is the Y'all, Same. his hands fell apart. <laughs> so I think it was just, it was so beautiful. Tiffany looked wonderful. They're, oh my gosh, when she walked down the aisle and him crying, I like, <laughs> I was unwell. I was like, wait, a, a hot, masculine, black man, like, oh, I like, the ovaries. It was a lot, but overall gold stars across. I love on like the finale reunion. We learned like they actually like live in different places. Right. So their love has been challenging. I feel like there's not, I mean, whatever pushback there is of us not seeing challenges, this and that they're going to, it's a marriage there and it's love. Like it's going to have their challenges, but I love the wedding. It was perfect. I agree with everything you said. And to back on that as well, I loved seeing Brett emotional with Marshall and just the two, like the powerful male friendship and like so much love between them and openly expressing it to one another. More of that, please. More men like that. We need to see it. We need to see it. Just talking about your feelings, even when they were in the pod, their relationship was so... So beautiful to see even their friendship when, ooh, Jackie, like just, wow. (laughs) Like, it's great to see males with good, authentic, manly, loving friendships. Like we see the reports out here, like 
the men are lonely and sad. And so again, just to have this display, especially of like black men, like incredible, wonderful. A hundred percent. And just to let you know, by the way, I looked up their signs. That's what I was doing when I was like looking kind of distracted. Tiffany's a Sagittarius son and Brett's a Scorpio son. Oh, he's a, oh my God. Tiffany's set for life. He's a Scorpio. She's getting the best. And he's an Aries moon and she's a Gemini moon and he's a Aquarius rising and she's a Libra rising. Oh my God. They're perfect. They're perfect. They're they're very compatible. And so was Bliss and Zach, from what I remember. Their astrological charts were very compatible um, with one another. He's an Aries and she's a Libra. Well, I love it. I know. We're about it. Okay, wait. I have to get back to Tiffany and Brett. Sorry, I got distracted <laughs> a second. <laughs> I was like, wait, what was I going to say? Um, they, yeah. First of all, Brett's description of Tiffany having nothing to do with her physical appearance and everything to do with how she contributes to his life is something I will remember that men are capable of forever. 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 Like I was like, and he said he has not a single doubt that resonates when his friends asked him like Brett we know things are good but what are your actual fears and what he was fearful of was losing Tiffany like I'm scared one of us could get sick and I would have and one of us Brett I know I know and then I when he brought up the story of the loss of his because I had forgotten that again and just and just again that unity of just his groomsmen brotherhood, friends, just supporting each other. Like life is for women, just as for men, it is so much. So for that moment, it was so beautiful. A hundred percent. What was his brother's name? Is it Angus? I do not remember. I love. He was so funny though. (laughs) I loved his vibe. I loved the dad. I love, even at, I think when Angus or the brother met Tiffany, he's like, and what do you think of me? Am I okay? Tiffany's like, yeah, I welcome. I I love, just accept it. More than anything, black people, people want to be accepted. And like, they just, their acceptance, their love, their, oh, I love it. So what do you think happened with the pants really quick? A side note, that was hilarious. Do you think that he was given those pants from Love is Blind or was his brother supposed to bring the pants and brought the wrong size? Like, what do you think happened there? Like a Love is Blind producer, little hickey uppy. Let's like, we gotta like, some. we need a, we need something. We need a little. We need something. Let's fuck with his pants. Like <laughs> give him a couple sizes too big. Too big. <laughs> and they knew it would work too. They're like, what is Brett really particular about? And they're like, his bougie shit. Like all of his shit being exactly the way he wants it. They're like, give him big it. pants. <laughs> That's so funny. I love how... I love Tiffany's parents. I love that her dad was welcoming to Brett. And then they both uplifted Tiffany. Like Tiffany's mom um, said that she was like sure of Tiffany and she loved Brett. To hear that before you get married is really huge to have your parents support. From your parents. That Yeah. It's paramount. I did think the officiant needed to chill out a little bit just because this is not your moment, my guy. You are a piece to the puzzle and you are like, and remember when Tiffany fell asleep in the bed. <laughs> yeah. And why am I screaming? Well, first I was like, Netflix. No, y'all didn't drop the ball with not having a black preacher or even a woman. You dropped the ball. But 
I mean, okay, that was out of context, but he did kind of catch the vibe towards the end. Towards he, the end. he was with it. He was with it. He the got line. centered, but like for a second, it was giving like reality game show host. And I'm like, listen, this isn't about you. This isn't your moment to be asked on other weddings. Nobody wants you. And that was one in a pro- she will have that for the she knows the sleeping for the rest of her. For the videos, for the what I did not need to hear that. If if I if there was one like that, I just no did not need to hear. No, we've overcome that. I'm gonna never live that down for forever. Don't need to hear that on my center stage. No, that's a no for me. Right, like don't embarrass me right now. Nothing embarrassing. Positive <laughs> stories only. Times I've cured someone. Times I've done something, made a contribution to a fundraiser. Nothing about that. Exactly. <laughs> Um, let's get on to Bliss and Zach. I want to start by saying that seeing Zach's friends genuinely accept him, like for who he is, like he is a guy who likes owls and likes Leanne Wombat and doesn't mind talking about it. And he's fine with thinking strip clubs are toxic because he understands the, be like the backside of it, his mom, like he gets it. Yeah. Um, and that was just so funny because that clip, oh my goodness, it took me out when he's, the interviewer's asking him and he's like, well, you know, strip club. Like, it's just like, <laughs> it reminded me of when Justin Bieber used to get interviewed and they would be like, um, the interviewer was like, Justin, do you ever get in fights with your little sister? And he's like, well, she's one and a half. So no, like it was like Justin Bieber energy. Zach, like just took me out like the way he roasted the interviewer yeah it was too too much oh my gosh their wedding their wedding was so wait not surprised I was just so happy I was so happy because I think they had like that like post little jacuzzi hot tub talk and it's like anything I think you're just wanting to know or maybe they have talks listen this would be me it's like are you gonna say yes or no like I would get the confirmation (laughs) and like I thought I think that's kind of what we didn't know as a viewer with Zach or Bliss and then like Really, was she ever going to get over the whole second place? But she really did gracefully and beautifully, I think. Um, I was so happy. Their wedding was so beautiful. I came around to the dad. At first, I was like, her dad. I really love Bliss's dad. And, like, I could only hope and dream that, like, my father shows up for me just like that. Like, it was just such a beautiful display of character, seriousness, and, like, Reality, a reality check because like you say they're in a bubble and it's like the dad going back to rewatch it the dad's like wait this is literally like bananas nut shit like what is happening like are, he just want had the best interest you know for his daughter but the wedding was beautiful Zach's friends his friends were normal and cool and I love Zach. Zach is so weird and different. I love him and so it was again gentlemen it's so good to see that you can have a support system. You can have friends who love you for who you are. You can be yourself. You can show up. Like, this is just good for society to see right now. I loved that. I loved Bliss getting, she was the low key brat. What is she, Libra? You said, so zenny, so low key. I'm like, Bliss, I want to be you on my, like, she was really dope and gorgeous. And I just loved it. I loved it. I loved the ending of the wedding episode because the clips, just to the song, to, I was just so happy. Their love is like so not perfect and uncomplicated, but it's so refreshing and so real because I think 
love, a love story is not linear and theirs wasn't. And I think that they both pivoted so well, so beautifully because they loved each other and their love was so deep and real. And I have to start with this because when I realized this, my jaw dropped earlier. And when you said it, I just remembered they didn't get any time together. They made this decision to say yes, without the honeymoon, two weeks in Mexico, without living together, they literally put so much faith into their connection. And I truly think that they were both looking for each other, their souls, for somebody to understand them and just find a soft spot because bliss and Zach is like Michael Scott and Holly. Like when Michael finds his Holly, that's Bliss and um, Zach. Like you just need someone who gets you and is quirky and will it kind of compliment like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Like how I thought Danielle and Nick were from the other seasons, like how they dressed up in pizzas <sighs> together, like how I thought he was. Thought. thought. Oh, girl. Yes. And you're so right. And that's, I never even saw Bliss as quirky, but. She, she has, look who she's married. Of course, she's so quirky and so different and so unique and so beautiful. And you said it best, Leah. I like, I feel like with them and then Tiffany and Brett, their souls literally like meant to find each other. And that is just, it's so beautiful. It's really inspiring. And their wedding was no drama. Just like, it's just, I feel like love, love is like quiet and simple. It's really like not, it's just because you have each other and that deep connection and you would do anything for it because you want to protect it. And when she didn't complain about the carrots that he gave her with blue cheese. And then when she said that she eats ice cream with blue cheese on it, I'm like, okay, you guys are so each other's match. Like you guys are fucking two peas in a pod. Like what is like, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Like she's like, well, I can top that. Like, listen to this. I like blue cheese on my ice cream. I'm like, Bliss, too much. You're a weird nut. You're a weird nut, and I love it. Um, she, by the way, Bliss looked the. In my opinion, she looked like like top two for out of the brides to in her dress. Her dress looked like something that I could see her actually picking. Like if she didn't have just whatever Love Is Blind gives them to look mm-hmm. through, but yeah. it was really pretty. It was like long sleeve and lace, and she looked beautiful and like striking. It was her. It was unique and different. And it was her. She looked beautiful. Oh my. Yeah. And the cufflinks that Zach thought of, like where his friends were like, what is this? And it was like the letter B. Like, that's just so him. Like just that small touch to be like, yeah, I want bliss on my arm. I love him. The detail, the ladies, there are men out. I have faith. I have faith. And I have to say, like, it was a little hard to get through the last the last wedding, just because it was the end and we had seen three. And like we said earlier, the weddings do start to feel a little similar because they're all in the same spot and doing the same order, but I still enjoyed theirs. And I loved that Zach's grandma and sister were there for him to like pick him up on that day. Cause I cried when he was talking about his mom like that. Of course. I, I truly can't imagine. I empathize and sympathize with anyone who has a parent, the loss of a parent. I can't imagine not having them on your wedding day. Yeah. And just to have that family and his anchor, it was so beautiful and his detail to bliss. Gorgeous. Yeah. 
At the end, I when they were all interviewed, I still think Ch- Kwame looks uncomfortable when Chelsea's like, my husband. And he's like, and she's like, what are you? And he's like, I'm your wife. Your wife. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we'll talk about the, we're, yeah, we'll talk about, I, same. It, yeah. I, again, and it's not matched. It's not. Okay. Yeah. So, and Micah did say like in her exit interview at the wedding that she would have said yes if Paul did. So that's like setting the scene for the reunion. Mm -hmm. We know that. And oh my gosh, were you like waiting last night, refreshing your thing to watch Netflix? What I luckily was like on a little walk in the West Village and by 930 it was up and ready, but like Twitter, Instagram, it was just, what is that? <laughs> that was so me. I was so pissed. I was like ready. I raced home with snacks. Like I was like, yes, my reunion. And I sat down and it didn't work. And then eventually at 9.08 or whatever, it was an hour and eight minutes late. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go live on TikTok. So I just go live on TikTok to talk about the fact that we're late on the reunion. And next thing I know, 2000 people are just in my live stream and everybody is just so thirsty for the love is blind. And I like figured out how to do it, but everyone's like, don't end the stream. Show us the, show us the reunion. I was like scared. I'm like, let me backtracking, backtracking. (laughs) And what do you think next? like Netflix they just weren't prepared they like they just wait and that that's an hour you're I, it was an hour late that's what over an hour it was an hour and 20 minutes late like by the time that it started and this is what pissed me off the most we were all sitting there we had a loading screen up you I literally had to show my live stream how to get it to play because you would think it would just start no I had to, you have to go up with your remote on the arrow and like click watch live. And once you did, it like started playing all of a sudden, but it didn't just like start playing. Like it wasn't just I'm like, begin- oh my, a mess. Oh my. Well, and that, that's when I did finally log on, it just started. And then I was like with on my MacBook, I had to just get the browser, go back. And then, oh, I planned that well. Well, no, that's. It's, it was a school night last night. That's why I was up to like 1130 midnight. I was like, this show is so, I was like, it's so long or it's so late. I'm like, what? But what were your thoughts on the reunion? Uh, so I, let me tell you, Netflix said no favors by it coming on late. I, I like that already made me disappointed to even from even the get. And then when you couple in the fact that the tea did not deliver. Vanessa tries to steal the show. Nick is such a subpar sub co-host. I mean, really quickly though, question, can we pause P come back in like three minutes? Is that good? That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, yes, cool. Yes. Okay. Let's come back in just a few. I'm going to mute and pause. Okay, great. Okay. Love you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Coming back. Bye. Okay. So we talked about the reunion and how it started late, but let's get into how it starts with no Jackie, no Josh, no Irina right away. I'm like, what's happening? Wait, wait, I'm screaming Josh, but isn't there like, isn't there like a space on the couch from what I recall, like 12 hours, there's like a space missing. It's like, what? And so, and it's, and it's like a, it's a far shot. So you're like, wait, what? Oh my goodness. What a week reunion. You did say, I think, oh my goodness, Nick Lachey, Vanessa. 
these are not good hosts. These are not good mm-hmm. hosts. And I, I ride for them both so much, but it's like, who are you guys feeding a script? Like, what is this like whole cheeky mom and pop girl? Like cu- Andy Cohen would never you know what? Maybe we really do need, Hey, Twitter people send in your question. Cause like, this is not giving it. And like that. Wow. Wow. Why do you think Jackie wasn't there, Leah? So she says that she wasn't there because of death threats. And my, my, yeah. So she said that she wasn't there because of death threats. I saw it on her Instagram story, which I just want to preface. That's not okay. Death threats are not okay. I also want to say though, you're, in my opinion, she's no safer at home doing that. They still brought her on the reunion. If they were, if they were worried about her safety and adding to the story, they shouldn't have put her on at all. But the fact they did, Bravo would never do us like that. They would have, do you see Vanderpump rules? You see Raquel who tried to get out of the fucking reunion? Nah, bitch, she's still there. Like they should have brought them out. I can't. I think too, it just makes no sense that there was no pushback. Why are you? Yes, no pushback. No pushback. Why are you guys here? Death threats, you guys, people's women, women of color, mental health is so serious, but it really just felt like a cop out and an excuse, but that's not disregarding her death threats. Cause that is so insane and so fucked up. It's like a reality dating TV show. That's how you yes. know, like where Americans priorities are and like how some of us are sick in the head. Cause like that's so uncalled for, but lots of excuses, lots of cop outs, especially now that her and Josh are together and are found. It felt like it was very weird and interesting. And like, now you're on a zoom screen. And like you just said, Leah, you're still here. If it was about safety and this, this, that you no girl, no boo. Like they wouldn't have brought you out at all in my opinion. And also since we're on, since we're talking about them, we'll just, we'll jump to when they talked. Vanessa's so fucking annoying. Like she didn't say one thing contradicting them. She even went along with it. And she's like, oh yeah. Like, um, well, first of all, so she was like all about their relationship. Then she was like, oh yeah, Jackie kept the ring, but like, look, they've been together a year and you guys haven't even used it. Unlike Marshall, who's apparently, uh, like was talking to another girl and wanting to get engaged. It was so weird. Like, she's so fake. Like she just has to be on every contestant's good side. I'm like, she does. I, I'm Ugh. screaming. Wait. And I think both of them are Scorpios, which why, that's why like, aren't both mm-hmm. Nick Lachey and Vanessa? I think they're both Scorpios, which check me if I'm wrong, but, um, Vanessa, boo, pick a side, pick us. Are you good cop or bad cop? Mm-hmm. It, it's so you're teetering. But again, that comes with the whole mom and dad narrative. And she, she is also a mother of three. So of course she does. And these are like, these are like all, all most of these women are in their twenties falling and falling in love. But I really think pick a side, boo, pick a side. Who are you on? Mm-hmm. It's just so weird. It's so weird. I felt bad. Like Marshall was so gaslit on that stage. He just, I, he almost didn't, he should have really, really remained silent and done the whole kindness thing. But it's a lose-lose. We saw Jackie's character and who she was. Then we saw Josh and both of them together in that coffee shop. That that told us everything we need to know. And, like, I totally agree about Marshall because I'm not going to say – I'm not going to say that I think that he has an insecure attachment style because I truly do believe that Marshall – 
probably does have a secure attachment style. And Jackie brought out the worst in him to the point where he had an insecure attachment style. And I I don't want to even judge him for his like joke about her jawline, because when you respond to somebody verbally abusing you, sometimes it does feel like you have to get the knife in there when you have a chance because of how much you've taken. Like, it's like the, the, the tarp can only hold so much water before it breaks. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, we have to get into that. Just knowing like, again, the ends and behind the curtain of their relationship and um, that's just unfortunate, but that, that does occur. That does occur in relationships. Um, listeners, we, I do want to plug my girlfriend, Bree the Black Sheep. She has a podcast and her episode, she just talks about all the ways of abuse, <laughs> right? And in a relationship, how they can occur and verbal or even putting you down. That's a form of abuse. So we don't condone, I don't condone either of their sides. Right. That jawline comment, that wait men commenting anything on a woman's body that just that is wild insane but then i'm this like shows their character i really don't know what the hell marshall's attachment style is they just did him dirty like i mean or maybe jackie did him dirty and i think he said something that stuck with me and something about her the project being a project well marshall you do need a life coach god Jesus therapy because we're not put on this earth to save anyone to build up anything and I'm this is speaking from someone who came out of a relationship like that like you we come as we are and we're just here to love and like help one another it's just so crazy and they did him so dirty but he has to do self-work because he you can tell he's dated plenty of Jackies and he keeps now nigga this is love is blind and you still pick you still pick mm-hmm. the girl you've been picking the whole so he has to do some self inner work. It's sad that their relationship got low. What did you think when they did bring up stuff on you're too sensitive, you're not aggressive? And I think she was alluding to that, like, it wasn't giving what it was giving in the bedroom. Cause that can also be a thing. Sometimes sex drives don't match up. And that is just a real life thing that we women don't talk about, but it's real. Like, relationships and people cannot connect because someone might have a higher drive than others. So two things, I think. I think, first of all, that on film is absolutely not the place to have that conversation. When Giannia did that to Damon or Damien, whatever his name is, in one of the prior seasons, my heart hurt for him because to have the way that you have sex picked apart for others to hear is shameful. So I, I if it was that, she should have been more clear because... Because she wasn't clear, it it does make it seem like she wanted him to be more upset about the fact that she was entertaining Josh, or maybe she 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 wasn't a hundred percent in on him, and she wanted him to be more vocal and just very assertive and dominant. But for people that like said that Jackie is the reason that like women get abused, that's so problematic. Like, like there's a difference between wanting someone to be assertive and get the door for you. And when the waiter says, do you like who, who has the check him say me and she wants the steak, I want the lobster. There's, there's a difference. And I don't think Jackie communicates well, and they both need therapy so that they can learn to explain themselves and what they truly mean. Cause it lands so bad every time. I completely agree. And even 
there's like roles, right? Just because you want, or maybe, you know, Marshall was kind, loving, a gentleman this way, maybe in the bedroom behind closed doors, she wanted something else. I just think, and it's crazy. Her and Josh, are, they're probably, they're perfect for each other and they belong yep. together. Um, but yeah, that was just unfortunate. And there, yep. no one's perfect. And thank goodness they didn't get married. They can walk away hand-free, ties-free. I think now looking back, Leah, it's a little petty Betty. It's petty that he wanted the ring back. I mean. Agreed. That's why I said keep it. <laughs> Fuck it. Petty and then too, like, but if it's me and, oh no, I'm giving all your jewelry. I don't want ties, connection, spirit. That That's me as a woman. So, but to that, as a man, you trying to fight now, your ex, you, this loony, you're trying, you're trying, you now trying to stir something up because she doesn't want to give you, walk away walk away. I think he closed up the reunion. Good. Let it die. Like these are people's lives. And like, that's why too, y'all Oh, be careful because this is your life. That's going to be displayed on TV. And I just like hope that Marshall can find his person in the real world, you know, and that both of them are still capable of loving and growing and changing and no relationship is perfect man or woman. No one deserves any type of violence, verbal, abusive, no Absolutely. one anything, anything, both parties, domestic on both ends is fucked up and wrong. And if you do it, you need to go to jail. It's, it's uncalled for. And Absolutely. so that was the reality of and stuff. We'll never know. We'll, we will never know. And so just hopefully they can move on and bygones and, you know, and Marshall needs to, st- and, and I'm going to say this because I did think this since day one, Marshall needs to stop loving every person he meets. He's just like Chelsea in the regard that like he'll, he'll paint every red flag green to the point of when his family met Jackie, they said, oh yeah, we know Marshall. We know Marshall. This is Marshall. Like in to the effect of like when he was talking so infatuated and in love and like, I love her. This is like, we are perfect. And she gets me, um, They've seen, they've heard him say this a hundred times. He's probably brought home a hundred girlfriends that he was over the fucking moon for. Like he probably has a membership to K jewelers. I swear to God, like this is not news for him. So he needs to stop attaching to everybody that walks. And last, yes. And last thing too, he's 26. So yeah, he, he is 26. You you know, Leah, you just saying that point is like, yeah, he is 26 and <laughs> excuse me, I do remember on their honeymoon, they were in the pool and it was cheeky and they were probably drunk, but Jackie was like, oh yeah, that's my dumbass." Like, oh, that's my dad. Do you remember? And I was yes. like on my spring break watching that with my 80 year old grandmother and mother and they were like, <laughs> they were not feeling Jackie, but like yep. little things we could see how Marshall just don't love every woman you meet. People, mm-hmm. you have to get to know people. Right. Really give them all your love, you know? Try to protect your heart a little. Literally. So moving on to Chelsea and Kwame, that's perfect because Chelsea, protect your heart. They start the reunion with talking about the Micah and Micah and Kwame incident in the pool in Mexico. And I genuinely want to know why they couldn't have just shown us them having that conversation during the the show. They did nothing to make the reunion better by preserving that. It was just a disservice to the whole show. That clip, that weak ass clip. At that. And and then I was really, one, 
we don't even know the timing. Yeah, like when would that did that take place? Because Chelsea too is very her push her demeanor is very like low key and like not as upset. She kind of towards the end got upset, but so weird. So like they tr- they tried to do the producers tried to make it a thing. It was not a thing. Kwame took ownership and owned it. I loved his apology and all his touch points. He did it. He really, really did. I don't know. I hope I hope they're happy. That's all. I, I hope they're happy. Again, a lot of it still seems very showy. They do feel stronger in ways. I'm so happy his mother came around and that she met him. I just hope they're happy. And like one of the biggest things I remember Kwame saying was like he was compromising so much. So I just hope they're happy. Yes, relationships are about compromise, but light bulb relationships have two people. And Facts. it's so tough with power dynamics, with resentment, with with who but I wish the relationship well. Again, they they had to do a lot of defending. And to mm-hmm. me, if I am happy and secure with my person, I'm not defending to anyone. Like to my yeah, approval, acceptance to some degree to family, friends, okay, but like I'm not defending or forcing it. To, to the public, to people, to anyone. You're going to see it and like that's it. And like it feels like a, a lot from them. But I wish them well. Same. I wish them well. I hope it's not all an act. I hope that they're all as happy. They're, I want to say their apartment was the nicest one I've ever seen. Probably the views. What do you think I they would- pay, Leah? What do you think that over 5000 Over, right? I'm thinking 6500 I'm thinking, <laughs> right? Has, ha- so, maybe eight. Maybe eight. Because it was huge. Huge? And the view. It was a 360 view. And they knew it too. That's all we looked at. I'm like, I didn't even know where to look. Which window? I'm like, holy fuck. And (laughs) her hurry. Kelsey, Kelsey, her chair. She had her her chairs right there. Yeah. Yeah. She has her moments there. Um, Quick question. What did you think about Kwame addressing his name um and like his re- his reasoning behind why he wanted to go by Alex and the pushback well I mean he's one Kwame didn't have a lot of black friends he was a token black boy and he also had another black friend that was another token right <clears throat> also Kwame identifies he's he as he's African so I'm more American I my culture is American rooted um immigrants and African dysphorias when they're coming they come here they have just different backgrounds and traditions, right? So that makes sense. I think growing up, you heard all the time in the 90s, parents, Black American parents giving their children Amy, John, Sarah, just very average white names, you would say, or just like American average names so they could have an easier life ahead, whether that's school applications, job applications, like just to move through the world easier when first seeing Kwame. And he says that like episode one or two, like it makes sense. Even my mother had pointed out to me like, no shit. Like any woman would know. Hi, who are you? The name. Personally, I wouldn't think African. I might, and he talks someone like me, articulate, very well mannered. Um, I would, I would think something different. I don't know if I would think African or Africa. I would think not American, but that's just my point. I can see him. It yeah. makes sense. We're black. This is America. There's something called code switching. You want to fit in and try to have as smooth a sale as possible. 
That means that's why I really don't fuck with Kwame is because he's not in his blackness. But again, it's different because he's from Africa and it's a lot. I'm happy he kept his name. And I think he's just sharing a part of his truth and his story. There are ways in my life where I have so tried to hide and tone down my blackness. That is a very real thing. That was probably part of survival in this country. So yeah. And then I guess at the reunion, they brought back so much of this you know, back and forth on Twitter and this and that. I saw it as human. And two, he used his name. At the end of the day, like he used his name. I guess the internet's going to say this, that, but he used his name. That's a part of his story. And as a black person, I just love him for sharing his story. I can appreciate that. I think that when I think that that's that's where I landed at first too. Like from a societal standpoint, I fully acknowledge and understand the fact that he um, like, let's say like SATs, whatever job applications. Yeah. If he puts Alex less questions, like that's, that's society. That's the unfortunate side of society and systemic racism. But when it comes to picking a partner, I was disappointed he did that. And I don't even know if I have a right to be because I'm white, just because who do you need to think, who do you need to know that you might not be black for? Because Another black woman won't have a problem with it. And a white person who is not racist or fetish, fetish, trying to fetishize their partner, yes, they don't it. care. Yes. So, yeah. so who the fuck is he doing this for? It seems like he's doing it for the girls that he used to take to prom, that he knew their parents would say, who's this guy? What has he done to prove himself? And that's gross. Like he needed to get away from that. And he just did it on TV. Well, And this is, look at this, two sides of the coin because you're opening my eyes. And that's why I'm saying I don't fuck with Kwame because he's not in his blackness and he doesn't accept his blackness. And a part of him might be a little bit disgusted by his blackness. Listen, we've all been there. It's just, it's a lot of shame and it's a lot of trauma. That's why in tow, I'm like, I I keep saying, I hope they're happy. I hope they work. They just might work because of. What's his going delusion. on there? And he's so, he's delusional. He's delusional. And facts. I love your point. Thank you so much for stating, for stating the obvious because that's it. But it's so funny how people do such a good way of masking it, right? Right, right. Like, and if, and if she was just real and he was just real, she was fetishizing, she was fetishizing him, talking about how the sex, how painful it was, how good it hurts down there. Like she wanted him to be stylish. And she said that she said that she picked out her guys in an interview by asking them, what shoe do you, what's your favorite shoe? I'm sorry. If, if that's your, if that's your opening question, you, you are operating on some weird stereotypes and like, that's just my opinion on Chelsea. I think she needs to do a lot of research and education. And just weird morals. And then one last weird. question I want you to know. I want to ask you, just who is a white woman? They didn't talk about race. And as a black woman, it was, again, like an elephant. It's America. It's 2023. Yes. You, But again, again, he's from Africa. So again, oh, no, my American ass, especially with my ex who was white, we're talking about race. In the height of 20, we, you ha- so again, Netflix producers, whatever that, like, behind talk about race talk yes about race. the most was oh my mom wants me to date a Ghanai a Ghanaian woman what talk right. about race you this and see at, that was a little off and again closing note I hope it works well same and I, I hope they're happy 
And Netflix, you missed an opportunity to, if those conversations took place and we didn't see them and because they had 24 hour long dates and they just chose to edit out the conversations about race, that's on them for making us think that they don't have those conversations because it just doesn't seem like it. Completely, completely. Can we talk about how Tiffany and Brett's who I wanted to see the most of, and we saw barely anything of them. We always saw was Vanessa pressuring Tiffany to have a baby. That's it. It was so weird. It was so weird, but we're not going to get anything because they're happy and their love is happy, content. I love that they did touch on, like they did have struggles. Brett is from Portland. So they did, I think Tiffany moved. That's a huge thing to do. Girl, they're happy, peaceful, unbothered. I want them to collect their checks, be happy, Same. be peaceful. It's just some people, like Zach said, come for the fame and others just came for love. And 100%. again, Vanessa, girl, you have to pick. You can still be a good little mother of the show, maybe like when they're in the setting. And then, baby, come the, come reunion. You have to come. You have to come. <laughs> it right. wasn't good, Vanessa. It was not good. It was not giving. She didn't do a good job at all. And once again, she was just weird about the intimacy because she asked them, you know, like, did you guys or didn't you guys hook up in the suite? It's like the second time she's done that. When she was talking to Zach earlier in the reunion, she hints at how can he can last long to bliss. Like, she she's just very... Um, they're, I think they're both Scorpios. I think her... They are. You were right. I looked it up. They're, yes. That's all they think about that is all (laughs) (laughs) that actually that actually tracks so now I get it like she's like okay did you have sex what day did you have sex when's the baby coming that is it that's what I'm a Scorpio too Vanessa I can't fault you I see you (laughs) um Tiffany's hair looked great by the way I loved it dark I liked what she did with it side note like I just want to compliment her hair because I noticed that she took it darker and it looks really cute you look beautiful um and I love really quick side note that Brett calls Tiffany um, calls Vanessa out. And she was like, you guys are really pushing this baby thing. The fact he said that you guys are pushing it. I was like, yeah, they are. And it's weird because it's almost, it's weird. To, we're in 2023. Come on. Don't pressure any woman. What if she didn't want to have a baby? What if she couldn't? What, what you want her to say that on television? Oh, I've already been tested. I'm infertile. Fuck you, Vanessa. What are you doing? And just end it there like look at the state of the world you just said it yes you do not know women and what women are going through within their bodies so just please and again it gets back to the narrative that that is the only thing very handmade detail like we're only here put on earth to no no literally yeah. no, no. no what'd you think about Irina did it give was she was it even worth bringing her out oh wait one second my timer just went yeah, go ahead there. Perfect. <laughs> okay, we're back. So what were you asking about, Irina? What did you think? Was it even worth bringing her out? Oh, okay. Irina and the wig or the weave, it was giving. That's the only thing that was giving. Not even the nails, <laughs> her nails throughout the whole season. You know... I think she she did. She showed up like you were saying contracts. She wants that check. She it's part of the show, the experience. Most importantly, this day and age, Leah, exposure. She's there for the exposure, and she got the exposure. And as an audience, that's why it's like Jackie. It's so distant, and it's like we have to just leave her be because like there's only so much 
willingness if you can't show up for yourself, right? But Irina, and what's her sign? Like she's able to show to some extent to show up to, for herself and look in the mirror. So she's props- a Scorpio too. <laughs> and that's why it's like, I see you and I respect you in some aspects because I see you. And so she was there. She was there. I think, <laughs> I don't know. Was it needed? No. Cause we, it was no. What did no. it get? Like, what did she tell us? I'm trying to, like, get us. I'm trying to Nothing. think of one thing she said, like basically Zach got the opportunity to be like, it was a lot worse than anybody saw what me and you did and went through. And she, we got the opportunity to watch her like sit there and stifle a laugh as we saw Zach singing. Like she was like, 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 why did they show her? Why, like, why did you guys show her face at that moment as he's singing to her? No. Why wasn't it like love and hip hop or like real housewives? She's a side of a friend, not even part of the whole, take her out. She should have been gone. Get the questions and out because, okay. And Zach, Zach is my book, the singing. And I love, that's so vulnerable. I love a man who puts out his heart. That's not for me personally, but that was so fucked. That, why is she there? She is so toxic and disgusting. And again, just making a mockery. So Bliss is a Libra queen and so elegant Mm -hmm. and the scales, because me, I might've been battling Irina. Um, Her weave look great. That's it. And, and her makeup too. Like, let's be fucking real. I can't hide anything with makeup. They did a fucking great job. They did a good job. Crystal girl, crystal. Other than that, nothing, nothing. (laughs) There we go. Um, Paul and Micah, I was a little bit confused as to why Vanessa's vein popped out of her neck just for to go at Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was a lot. (laughs) I, do you, so I guess post-wedding reunion, and I'm not on Twitter, but you're on TikTok. I think the public is mad at Paul, but I don't, well, the comment we discuss, yes. But yes. other than that, it really must be like just what's displayed in the edit because it does look like love and love and then the forging of the rings. And then it does look like a lot of family influence, the scene at the bar and just like day-to-day stuff that we did not see. Because the wedding, he knows. Like, he knows he can't. But, like, at the reunion, I don't know. People are so upset with Paul. I thought, again, I don't know if he's on the spectrum. I just think he's he's just, he's different. He's a different type of man in the way he thinks. And I think as people, as humans, what I talk about on my podcast, it's self-acceptance. And I really think what I love about Paul is he really fucking likes himself and he accepts himself and everyone else is not going to understand that when you love and accept yourself. So I don't get why at the, the reunion, a lot of hostility, a lot of anger. I think he did clear up the nurturing some points of the aspects, but there's a lot of hate and meanness. And ultimately he made the right choice. What did you think about Micah's face when they asked about the bridesmaid butt smack? Because, like, Micah kind of looked like, I don't know, like, she looked like she knew something more. Did that look like that happen? What did we, does it look like it? Does it, we we can't. That bitch is in the way. I'm like, move. In the way, no. And it's such like a hand, I don't think, but I do, I remember her just, the bridesmaid being so smiley and giddy. But I'm like, they're just so happy because none of them liked him. Like, that's why they, 
They but were, he does like explain it. Like I remember writing. He does. Like he's like, so I basically just walked by and was acknowledging that I was brushed. So I'm like, did you or did you not? Why can't they be more pointed? Did you or did you not, Paul, touch her on the ass? Like it genuinely needs to be asked. Did you? Because if that's how you get by women, Micah's face makes sense. That is fucking weird. If you're the touch on a small of a back kind of guy or a hat on the butt kind of guy to excuse yourself, you're fucking weird. Weird, weird, weird. And now that you say that, it was so late. I'm going to go back and watch the reunion for that part because, and there's so much we just did not see in the relationship, you guys. There's so much. So much. And it's interesting, though, that after everything, they decided to redate. That was interesting to me because they said they tried again and it didn't work. And he went to Arizona. He said after Arizona, it soon quickly Shelby was probably there like, hey, Paul. <laughs> Literally. It's, 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 it's unfortunate. And I think Micah's display at the reunion, I wasn't impressed. No. And her hair, I, I surprisingly like it better. Bleach blonde. I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm saying it. She took it a darker brown. I don't like it. I, bring back the bleach. Just be you. Just be Scottsdale you, bitch. Scottsdale you, girl. What did we think about Bliss and Zach? We'll close on this. Um, Bliss's dad's paying for the honeymoon. I know that you like Bliss's dad, but tell me if you think I'm wrong. I feel like he is still a toxic parent. And I feel like he operates from, um, I criticize because I care. And then he will do something. He's kind of like Logan Roy from Succession. He does something fucked up, then he love bombs. He gives you a gift. Yes, yes, yes. And... (laughs) Uh, yes you're just reading my childhood (laughs) um, toxic parenting um I don't know if I would say that I think he yes there I was something going on yeah I would think um being a black woman or being a woman of color you just have you your relationship with your father fathers are just are just our life as any American girl yes and I respect bliss because she respects and she loves her father. And she, and in that saying, she really held up and stood for her man. Like when Zach, when they were talking, she was like, dad, you guys have the same childhood. Like she, she, bliss is that bitch. Like all hail bliss. Um, I think that, I don't know. I really do in my heart of hearts. And I'm such a romantic. I really think the dad's like, Oh shit. Zach is that dude. And he's a little (laughs) Good. Baby. Okay, good. I'm, I'm an optimist. I think it's so sweet. And yes, like knock on wood, I want my in-laws paying for the honeymoon, for our first apartment. Do it all. Do it. Do whichever you want. Do whatever you want. But um, she was able to check her. Da- she was, she met her dad's energy. And again, True. he just had so much respect and so much love and I don't know. Isn't every parent toxic? I mean, absolutely. And that's absolutely fair. Every parent in their own way. You're becoming a parent. There's the, you're human. There's going to be a shadow. There's toxicity, but, um, that was so wonderful. And yeah. And Panama, what do you think of Panama? That was a look, but they're so, they're so, they're so different. I know. I wouldn't have been surprised if they said they were going to Michigan. I'm not even kidding. Like, I've been like, yep, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> you tell. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. Well, I'm so glad that we got to, like, dive into the reunion. We're operating off of memory because it's still not uploaded on Netflix. 
Netflix producers, I can't. I couldn't even go back and rewatch. Nope, it's it, they won't post it until later this afternoon. A mess. Uh-huh. It's a mess. But nonetheless, we deep dove it. We got into it. Let me know your thoughts. Look up Brie on Instagram. Let's plug your podcast and Instagram handle one last time. You can find me at Black Girl Can't Cook on IG, YouTube all platforms on podcasting. Leah, thank you so much. I love just talking with you. And is love blind, Leah? What do you think? It shouldn't be. It really, <laughs> like, it really shouldn't be. You should, you should, you should get to know them. Let's be so real. <laughs> you should. You should. Well, I'm so glad we got together. Quick shout out to my other friend, Bree the Black Sheep, because we would have never met or connected if we didn't know her. So check out her podcast too. Check out everybody's podcast, Black Girl Can't Cook. It's on Apple Podcasts. I've listened to it. Add it to your library. Rate it five stars. Send Brie a message. And we love you, Brie, the black sheep. Thank you so much. Here's to just like women helping women and women loving each other and like women supporting each other and out here doing the damn thing. So thanks. Yeah, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Love you. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye.